Oh, well, hello there, Susie Meister. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Episode 685. <laughs> How are oh. you is the question. We're feeling chilly, which is why uh, I was using my, like, lady's about to have a cup of tea voice. Oh, and you're drinking out of your brain candy mug. I sure am. I'm just matchy-matchy to, with my microphone and my mug. We yeah. did you see that we fi- we finally completed the brain candy puzzle over here? Oh, it's hard. It's so hard. It's super hard. It's I was I got it and I was like, oh, maybe I'm gonna give it to somebody like for Christmas or something. And then I was like, no, I have to I have to do this myself. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the the appropriate weekend when I can dedicate it to puzzle solving. And you did it. Yeah, and it I thought it wouldn't be too hard. It was 250 pieces, and I feel like, you know, I'm a pretty, pretty professional puzzler over here, practically. Pretty professional puzzler. Practically. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was not, it was not an easy task. Struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. It well, it, it does make me really happy that my little doodles can uh, also work as like a brain game. Who would have thought? Yeah, you guys can get them in our candy store on thebraincandypodcast.com. Oh, thebraincandypodcast.com. Uh, yeah, I love our merch. I love it so much. I also have on display, maybe you could see them in the background below, uh, the sneakers. This is turning into like just an ad for our store, but really it's like going through all my favorite things. And like, <laughs> this is my podcast, so I can do whatever I want, yeah. okay? That's okay. Um, But in other news, count down like our countdown Mm -hmm. like hours yeah until sweet sweet sarah Susie, embrace reunited feeling good honest to god somebody needs to make another song that includes that word because you know what you're right because everybody sings it every single time yes this This is smart you know how it's my goal in life to create a one-hit wonder (laughs) um no but yes I'll, I'll Adam and I talk about it all the time. We always brainstorm this ideas. This is genius. Well, well, if anybody could do it, it's you two. What made, what made me want to was when I found out how much you can make. Like I heard <gasps> grandma got run over by a reindeer, has oh God. profited like $11 million. What? What are we doing this shit for? I know. What is wrong with us? We, we have made like bad choices. We about turkeys and reindeers. We could, honestly, I feel like... When we go to Denver, maybe we could have yeah. a, a little meeting about it. A little brain, a brainstorming <laughs> session. I have learned two new chords on the ukulele. So right. we're our on our musical, way. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we have more options. I just feel like there's a lot of this is good for us. untapped. Like, so, we need more. We need another birthday yeah. song. Definitely. We need. We hate that. <laughs> There's no Thanksgiving song. Yeah, we could do a Thanksgiving song. There's not enough I feel Halloween like that ones. We could do. Yeah. There's not enough. There's only a definitely couple. not enough Halloween. Yeah. And I still think that uh, the Grinch song should be a Halloween song. But you know, it's funny. Yeah, you, that should really have yeah a broader appeal during the holiday season. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of room. Yes, I totally okay. agree with this. We'll I think Thanksgiving it. is our, the way to go. We have, I don't know how many months. I can't do the math. Mm-hmm. It's January. I should be able to do the math. 11 more months until game time. Okay. Um, I want to say before you start teaching us things, um, we got another donation, Sarah. Heck yeah, we're going to get drunk. <laughs> We got a donation from an amazing, loyal brainiac for many, many years, Tyler. Oh, thanks, Tyler. We love. Tyler is so supportive and wonderful and has been around for a long time, stuck by us through thick and thin. It's the best. <laughs> and thank he you so wants much. Us and if people are wondering, yeah, there we go. If people are wondering why I'm thinking we're going to get drunk when people make a donation, well, it's because we're going to treat ourselves to a, a little bottle of vino. Yeah. So we're going to have a chin wag in person and have a laugh. And now so we'll take pics. Don't yeah. We? And we'll talk all about it. Thank you, Tyler. As we always do. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And this one is going to be a little bit different because this is the first time we've been meeting up in a while where it hasn't been for like a brain candy meetup or like an event or something. This is just for catching up. And I feel like this is kind of like a make good or do over on uh, Adam's birthday from last year that I had to miss because my mom had her accident. I was just coming back home. I totally forgot you were supposed to be there for that. Yeah. And I was supposed to go to our little ski adventure. So now we get to have like a redo Mm -hmm. on the old ski adventure. One of my favorite parts of this ski adventure that hasn't happened yet is Susie's reluctance to have said ski adventure. And I keep checking in with her and saying like, so, you know, like just making sure like, okay, here's the schedule. Like we don't have to go skiing. And then she's like, don't, I've been trying yeah, to make it not happen. I do. I keep saying to Adam and Lincoln, like, are you sure you guys want to do that? Like we could do other things. And they're like, no, we're sure. And I'm like, guess we're doing that. So, yes, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm but just gonna we, have to you suck have it the up. like you and I can just bebop around the little uh, you know resort area. We mm-hmm. can hang out, or we can like go on a run. Whatever you want to do. That's nice. I'm open I appreciate that. I thank you. Oh my gosh, he put it in the same mug as you. <gasps> oh my god, I got yes, tea. Let's do a cheers. Let's do a cheers. cheers online. Cheers. cheers. Oh, that was very fun. Okay, yay. Awesome. Look at us. Oh my god, I got so excited. It's little things, guys. It really is the little things. I've realized this, and I appreciate you saying that because about like we can just do whatever because sometimes i just like having an out and then i will do the thing oh like skiing or whatever you have an out but i do like knowing no it's not forced it's not required no, this is no no nothing is forced over here this is like if you don't want there are a whole bunch of little shops that like i've always wanted to like look in like i love shops with re- we love shop but like it's ski town, so it's it's very quaint. Like you're gonna really, yeah, it's, it's like very a Hallmark fun. Christmas movie. It feels movie. like, and then there are all these women who dress up there in what they believe. Like they've got, I don't know, some rich, fancy schmancy husband or boyfriend or whatever, or they just make their own money. Sure. Who am I to judge? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> who am uh, I to judge? But they come up in these. They they like buy these outfits that you can totally uh, uh, tell. We're per- this is kind of like the same thing I would imagine happens when people go to Texas and they buy a cowboy hat. Oh my god! Pe- yeah. Right. So people go to Aspen and they buy like and the like- fur muffs and stuff. Yes, yeah, Susie. Mm-hmm. The boots w- and they come up with the tights and the late and they are so fun to watch. <laughs> it's my favorite because there's like yeah. this this serious effort put into. Not getting the snowy stuff, the stuff designed to be in the snow, like covered in snow. Totally. So it's like really funny to watch. And the most inappropriate, like nighttime falls in these ski towns and the choice to wear high heels. Yeah. We saw, we saw this one woman uh, the other time we were like, last time we were up there and oh, it was 
we saw her a couple of times because you can't miss her. But I was like, that is so brave. You know, I am there. <laughs> do I am like going out on the runs and like doing other brave things during the day. Mm-hmm. But I want to say this hooker, but I don't think it's, I could say it there because there's a chance it might she be actually true. might be. So then it's like a hooker is like one of those things that you call a woman who's not a hooker, exactly. but you can't call a hooker a hooker. That's just rude. She's a sex worker. So yeah, right. <laughs> So this woman yeah. like uh, is so brave to walk down the cobblestone like no like, you're kind of like designed to look some of the streets and like where we were, were like designed to look old timey and it's snowing there's ice like the 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 signs on the That's road an AWH. Say, caution ice and she's like I'm gonna put on my five inch pumps I'm Holy gonna put on the heck. heels I mean talk about boots. an adventure. I know, brave. Yeah, but I don't want any AWHs, period. That's what I... No, I think skiing is an AWH. It is. I think I might... If if we... If you decide to go, Mm -hmm. which again, no pressure, whatever. (laughs) You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, I am going to try skiing. Oh, right. And I'm going to rent some skis as well. Yeah, okay. You don't own skis. I don't own skis. Wow. I have not been on a pair of skis since I was like 13 years old. Oh my gosh. That would but be But in a my hoot. mind, it's one of those things that were in my mind, I'm really good. Oh, I'm sure where you I'm are. Like, I, I, cause, and we were talking about this at the Christmas table with my brothers about how this is something I want to try. Cause Eli is annoyingly good. Mm-hmm. He was on the ski team. Yes, I've heard. And he's so, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. He's so fast. He's, I'm like, this is your, this is dumb. I'm thinking about, by the way, now that we're on the subject of starting a, a swear jar, but for when you say Eli. (laughs) Oh, cause he is so on your mind. Like you're so in love. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I don't feel like I talk about him a lot. Oh my God. I knew it was bad when you said his shit literally doesn't stink. Uh, oh, that's funny. Well, it's annoying. I wish I, 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 I wish it did as bad as mine. So then I could like have something to tease him I about. I think it's, but... he probably does, but you just love him so much you can't even smell no, him. No, that's impossible because he does a bunch <laughs> of other things that are annoying to me that I am very, very quick to point out. I don't. Maybe it's true love. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to owe you a whole bunch of money after I, this conversation. You are. No, after all of them because he's like yeah. on your mind, baby. I mean, your Google eyes. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. It's I sweet. always think, I'm like, I, you know, maybe I'll keep them around. Maybe right. We'll right. I'm on to you though, Sarah. Uh, who knows? But, <laughs> I love that you're like um, a little bit. My like, whole point was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to my brothers about how I want to try this and how in my mind I'm good. And my brother whispered to me and he was like, yeah, because guess what? Skiing isn't that hard. So <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he was like, it's not that hard. What? And uh, so I think. I think it's it, maybe it is because that's also my brother who's good at everything who's telling me that. Mm. So I don't I'm, know. I'm sure try you're it good. At I it. might be. I might be. You know, but going to something where you have your both feet strapped to one thing versus each foot moving independently can really. I know that's why it scares me because that's when people like tear their ACL and all that stuff. Oh my god! Don't say that. <laughs> my mom did that. I'm so it's scary scared. as heck. Oh. But I'm sure you're good at it. And I know an, uh, one thing we're both good at now, thanks to uh, Green Chef, is cooking. Absolutely. Making delicious meals. We're real good at that. And not wasting any food. Yeah. And saving money and making better choices uh, than, you know, hitting up the old drive through on the way home because <laughs> I'm like, so oh, true. I only have 20 minutes. Would I like to wait in this 20-minute line at my favorite drive through place? You know exactly which one I'm talking about where the line is always 20-plus minutes. <laughs> we do. Or would I like to spend that time, maybe even less, making up a delicious, healthy meal? Yeah, it's no favorite. joke. Last night I made, uh, it was called a beef tamari bowl. and Yum. I love any bowl. It was phenomenal. The flavor was outstanding. Um, we were so happy and it was very easy and it did take like 20 minutes and all the ingredients came to my house with a recipe. What is so great about them though, is that they, um, they have different kinds, like you can get paleo or vegetarian or like if you're on a special diet, it's really great for that. 
Um, and they have a relationship with HelloFresh who we also work with. So this is a great option for like, if you like those meal plans or specific dietary stuff, or if you want to try different versions, um, and they have a deal, go to greenchef.com slash braincandy60 and use code braincandy60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash braincandy60. And then use our code braincandy60 to get 60% off plus free shipping, delicious food and easy. Yes. And so good. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What do I want to talk to you about today? That's not Eli. <laughs> uh, You're goofy. I think it's sweet, Sarah. I know. I'm so annoyed. Um, <laughs> he's so wonderful. I, oh, this one is really funny. Um, I read an article that, uh, is talking about how, Marie Kondo was recently interviewed. Did you see this about how she kind of accepts yeah. that what sparks joy for her now is maybe having some mess? Yes. Do you think that this was like an authentic sort of epiphany or do you feel like it was like, you know, that the tides are changing a bit and people are like, oh, uh, maybe a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I think I, I was so excited to talk to you about this because, you know, anybody who... I think this happens to any sort of like pop psychology fad or like anything that's like a a qu- quick fix like yeah any or like for everybody kind of, everybody ought to do this e- like a prescription yes yeah yeah for and and in order for people to market something to put their name on something like have it be unique and theirs it has to become very specialized it has to become very like. You you know, Marie Kondo's, and, and it's almost like <sighs> rigid boundaries yeah. in a way. Yeah. It, in order for it to to, to work yeah. as this thing that she's selling uh-huh. America, if not the world on, mm-hmm. you know? You can't make a TV show about a lady who says, well, I don't know, sometimes you can be messy if that, whatever. Yes. That's not, that doesn't make a Netflix show. No. So I think what happened was she had to stay within the, she, she, in order to create the Marie Kondo brand where there was like her or I don't know, some team who did this, she, she maintained those rigid boundaries and that it was like, nope, you got to do this because that's part of the brand. Yes. And then as soon as it, you know, it's been 10 years since she wrote that book. Yeah. As soon as that became like a household name, we all know, like, does this spark joy? That is a, that is a, a thing that's become part of the, the, I don't know, like pop culture. Yeah, man. Whatever She it is. is mainstream and yes, everyone totally. knows all about it. It has been a cultural shift. And I think this is like, if you were the workout guru who said the, oh, like do yoga is the only thing you want to do yoga, yoga, yoga. And you like, like, or I don't know, some like fancy, some specific kind. Yeah. The only thing is like this kind. And then they interviewed you 20 years later after you've sold all your DVDs and people like, you know, open up the studios. You're probably like, yeah, I do. Sometimes I do this. Sometimes I do that. And sometimes I go for a hike instead of doing yoga. But you because once you don't have to be in that, Okay, so you can you lessen the rigidity of it because why? Because you can or because that might broaden the appeal? No, because you can. Okay. I think it's the it's the uh, instead when you were asking like is this like a response yeah. to what's going on or is it like a cultural shift or is this just an uh, like aha moment? I I think it's more of like a letting down, letting go of the facade, letting the mask down, like you know what I mean? Like okay. being a little more authentic and... Because be- her rules, I mean, on oh. the co- you know, the, the title of the book was The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I think that's part of why it was so appealing. It sounded so simple. All you have to do is tidy up. But then once... And it's ch- life-changing. Yeah, and it's going to change your life. What a great promise. Right? But then once you really looked at the, the specifics of the book, she wanted people to not even have any kind of... um like shampoo bottles exposed in their bathroom because that's plastic and ugly. And you're supposed to like put it in a little caddy and bring it out every time you're going to shower. And I thought that was pretty extreme. Yeah. Even though the well, title sounds like these things almost have to be extreme. Right. And then 
I think it's, you're honest. It's something. so perfect because anybody who has organized a drawer or maybe done, you know, Marie Kondo tidying up light yeah. does feel like it's life changing for those like I recently, oh my God, you know how I sent, I don't know, I think I sent it to you, um, uh, my favorite, Brunch with Babs, who did like a home car goo, like this oh, stuff yeah. where you pay, take Elmer's glue, mix it with a, I'm going to give you guys the recipe, here it is, bottle of Elmer's glue, half a teaspoon of baking soda, one to two te- tablespoons of uh, uh, contact solution, mixy mix mix, it'll make like this gacky sort of like goo, like car goo, like stuff Putty. where you can clean mm-hmm. up all the little um, crumb you know, pieces yeah. in your car, all the crevices. I cleaned out my car. Like I spent hours like detailing it, like just really, I don't know, Eli was in, uh, doing something like, oh God, see, I do, I need to put a thing in the jar. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. No, no, um, no, no. And, and, uh, so annoying. And I uh, uh, cleaned out my whole car, which if for anybody who owns a dog that is the opposite color oh, of what the interior of their car is. Yeah. I had not cleaned out the interior of that car in, I mean, really cleaned it in years. Yeah. Like that. Was it life-changing? It was life-changing. It felt like I that, told yeah. it, I, I told my significant <laughs> other. <laughs> she told someone. <laughs> I told somebody that, I, that somebody... That I needed to give them a tour of my newly refurbished 2016 yes. vehicle, and he's like, "Do you really want to give me? A t- you want me to?" I'm like, "Yes, yep." Because remember what it was like before. He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I remember." Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, so uh, I when life you... changing. So cha- feel it feels that way. But you're right. If you were to adapt all of those things, plus it'd be it's so hard. Those are all habits too. Hmm. And I think also that Marie Kondo probably changed some of her habits when she had children. And that's kind of what the article said is like, I spend, I want to spend more of my time with my kids and my family. I think maybe those, those habits and those little routines that you have to do in order for every little thing to have its magic little home. Could you imagine trying to do that with two year olds? Right. And every time I would see her in like a uh, magazine spread or something, she would include like where she keeps the toys. And it was like one of, you know, those like horse sticks. It's like got a horse head on the top. Yeah. Like a hobby horse. Yeah. Like one of those, but you know, just stick. It's like propped up and then like two trucks or something. And that was (laughs) it. And, and it did feel like, what are we doing here? Right. And maybe e- maybe easier with one child, but I think she has two now. She's like, like it's like those memes where like the first child you're you're like oh oh no is this and the second child you're like, yes I don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah you can't because you you still those have the extremes. same amount of time in your day yeah but you can't it does it I think it raises an important. Point about mm-hmm. balance and like priorities and all that jazz. Come on. And like, yeah. And going all in and something being that, you know, it just, re- and, oh, that was it. You, you said something we, when we talked about her, we, th- this is probably like our third Marie Kondo update <laughs> in this, since we've been doing the show. Okay. You talked about her and you said that you became a little bit skeptical when in her book, she talks about how the best kind of things for storage yeah. are... See, this is why Susie is like like my like mother figure in my life. She like <laughs> says these things and they become like Susie-isms wow, that like live really inside my nice. head. Wow, that's really nice. So you said that, that in the book, she said like the best thing are like old shoe boxes or old like yeah. boxes, like the iPhone boxes, those kind of things that you can then you know, repurpose. put in your little drawer. Yeah. Repurpose. And then she came out with a line, mm-hmm. or the Marie Kondo brand yeah. came out with a line of storage items. Right. And you were like, that to me seems a little fishy because it goes against. So then I started thinking my mind about the Marie Kondo brand and Marie Kondo being two different things. Yeah. Good point. And how that's just how things are when you have a name like that. Yeah. And to be honest, it would have been foolish for her to not come out with um, organizational products. Totally. But 
And she did sort of say like, well, you can, you can absolutely repurpose boxes and things that you already have, but some people prefer these other Mm -hmm. textiles or whatever. And Mm -hmm. she's right about that, but it did feel like a hypocrisy or at least a contradiction in her philosophy. Yes. And so I think what we're seeing now is just a more authentic, realistic, uh, I don't know version of what she really is. Okay. She really is. I don't For know. I feel a little skeptical still and think everything is the motor behind everything is about, oh. you know, maintaining brand progress and money and revenue. Okay. So, so you see as it, this is a, this is still going, this is even part of that. Yeah, I do. Cause she didn't yeah. have to announce it. You're right. And it does feel like it's everywhere. Or am I just that into organizational stuff on Well, you probably do have a pretty hardcore algorithm in that regard because you've always yeah. been into like home edit and... I do love You that. love like organizational porn. Yeah. It's like aspirational and... Yeah. Like oh my God. My labels like. and rainbow colored yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's soothing. It, it, I get it. It feels so good. You know what else feels yeah. good? When I yeah. slip into my Rafi's. Absolutely. My super comfy shoes, always reliable and sustainable. And now there's something they keep doing good for the environment. (laughs) It's so true. It really is. I talk about it all the time. Uh, Rothy's are my absolute favorite shoe company and you see them all the time on my social because they are washable. So I wear them and wear them and wear them. They never get gross. They never get dirty or stinky because you just wash them when when you need to. Let... You let everyone out there be warned. Yeah. If I see you, IRL, and you're wearing Rothy's. She gets very excited. I'm going to have, I get so excited. It's ridiculous. And now I see them everywhere. So uh, like at the airport is the best place, which tells me. Well, they're comfy. Right. Mm -hmm. They're the perfect travel shoe. Every time I'm at the airport, I can spot at least one stylish traveler who's got like the matching bag set. And like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, because they are super comfy. They're perfect for travel. They have um, dressier styles. They have sneakers. They have everything. Um, They're always updating like the colors and prints. And you can get a deal for stylish and comfortable shoes. Shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash brain candy. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash brain candy. Made out of uh, plastic bottles, these shoes are. Somehow still cute. I don't know. Yes. Super cute. Okay. Love it. Um, okay. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marie Kondo. Anything else we want to chat about on there? Um, well, we'll see what happens. We'll probably have another update. Yeah. This, that it'll be our fourth Marie Kondo update. Yeah, like, but yeah, you know what? You're, you've been right in your, like what your feelings have been so far. Cause she, been I wouldn't like be predicting. surprised if she makes her next book is called like, the life, the life changing magic of balance. You know what I mean? Like, of you're just so right. You're, and it's been about enough to, and it's ten years the anniversary. You're so right. Ugh, because you know how we, ah. we did uh, in book club. We did the book. What's it called? Untamed or whatever by Glennon Doyle. Yes, and this yes. woman, this is like her third or fourth memoir. Yes, and I'm always like, how can you have that many memoirs? Like, how many lives <clears throat> have you led? And first, it was like her about her marriage. Then it was like they got a divorce and she hooked up with a, a lady. Now she's a lesbian. There was like three different stories, yeah. and then your goddamn cheetah. She just she just said on her podcast that. She just talked about how she had an e- eating disorder. She just is getting over an eating disorder and recovery or whatever. And I'm like, uh-oh, I know what her next book's about. Her next memoir yeah. is about that. And it doesn't mean it's all not true. I'm just saying that like how, when you monetize your life, which we do, right. we, yes. you've commodified your personal life. That's yes. a real blurry line between totally. like content and like privacy private stuff. Right. It's weird. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Eli's really not even that great. I just go with him for <laughs> She doesn't even really like him that much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all for the Graham, baby. <laughs> That's funny. He just does cool shit, you know? He just needed somebody who would uh take me camping for I'm the Graham. I'm on to you. <laughs> <So funny. laughs> 
Oh, okay. Okay. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, okay. Well, this is like a whole thing to unpack. Did you read the article in the New Yorker called What's the Matter with Men? I know. I saw it. the title. I didn't read it yet. Ooh. The, I'm, so I'm seeing this theme pop up a lot. There was a book in there that I think I want to choose for the next book club. Um, but it Cause re- wasn't the synopsis as I mm-hmm. remember it, it was sort of like, we, um, cur- claim that it's about like the pressure of toxic masculinity, but it's really just being a person. Is that the gist? Well, it's more talking about, I mean, a little bit, but it's also talking about how there really is this divide that we're seeing in women and men, especially in education. They like outnumber men like two to one in higher education. There are are significant numbers of unemployed, well, really white men, not returning to the workforce despite being capable of having jobs Hmm. than a significant portion of them. So it's kind of like breaking down why this is happening. Some of the, like some of the, uh, maybe it's kind of like what we always talk about. Like there are like, we're seeing this kind of like incel, this, online community, this, what do they call it? Manosphere Mm -hmm. that is kind of steering these very impressionable men, young men towards misogyny. Totally. And the article is talking about how they're dropping out of work during these prime working years, how, you know, and they were a whole bunch of different uh, theories as to why this could be, because, you know, we don't really know for sure. One of the things that they even discussed in the article uh, was video games contributing. Okay. That video games are becoming more realistic that then are drawing people in and making it harder to escape that world. Hmm. So, you know, it's like, this is, there is, we've talked about this in our book club, I think a bit, how we tend to focus on you know, boosting up women, but could we be kind of forgetting about what's happening to men? And then mm-hmm. they, what's kind of the, the place where everybody's stuck is that some people are like, well, it's about time. Maybe we need a little bit of this to go in the other direction. And maybe this is what's going to then create more balance in places like jobs and in places like, uh, 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 you know, higher ranking positions because we don't have the men to fill those roles. Okay. But what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, that's an, I guess, I don't know if you could even call that a silver lining, but I, I don't think that any genuine feminist, Mm -hmm. um, or progressive person would argue that they wanted men to suffer so that women could advance. Like, right. I really wish all people just had opportunities and stuff. So it that's, to me, that's a tragedy. If, mm-hmm. if our boys and men are so lost that they have yes. all this rage towards women and society and other uh, white men towards other races... I don't know what it, how did we fail them? Do you, do they think it's sort of that we didn't nurture them as parents or what? Like, I, well, it does talk a little bit about that. It talks about the effects of, uh, uh, like broken homes, like dropout rates for, what does it say in 2009, um, American high school students in the top 10% of their freshman class were twice as likely to be female. Boys, meanwhile, are at least twice as likely to be diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactive disorder, twice as likely to be suspended. Their dropout rates, too, are considerably high. Okay, no, this isn't the part. There's one part in this article that talks about the effect of uh, having a single mother and... On, oh, 
I don't know where I it wonder is. why that would be just for boys though. I don't know. That's that's so, those are some of the things that I like I was wondering. Like, ah, oh, here we go. The gender gap in school suspensions already large more than double among children with single mothers. Oh, children, not just boys. Oh. The gender gap, but the gender gap more than doubles in children with single oh, mothers. Oh, so the gap is the difference between Why would that men, be? Right. That's a mystery to me because Yeah, boy it says the so there was this economist who wrote the book titled The Trouble with Boys, uh, and it found that uh, this economist found that boys raised outside of the traditional family with two biological parents present fared especially poor with substantially worse behaviors in school and considerably lower uh, uh, skills in non-cognitive areas such as emotional sensitivity and persistence that increasingly matter in the workplace. Hmm. So it's like a, maybe like we are socially preparing girls to be better I mean, in a way, to people be experience because pain. to be to and and we are not doing the same for boys. And they also talk about the the changing and like the workforce changing and how like the kind of workers that are needed are are not as physical, but we're still like uh, kind of treating our boys in a way where they're like supposed to interact in a very physical way with world and that's not really how things are now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel like there's an element of we societally sold them a bill of goods by oh. sort of teaching these guys that they were entitled to all sorts of things automatically. And then as society shifted and things were less automatic and that other people were getting a fair chance, they were like, what? This was my birthright. Didn't you see my penis? And so Absolutely. they're furious about it. And yes. that is troubling to me. But it does feel like there's um, a confluence of all sorts of factors and variables. So many. And how do you even point to one? And that's kind of what this article was. Uh, it was a really good one. It kind of went into all these different... Considerations or whatever. Yeah, things. And, you know, you you hit the nail on the head because that's exactly how the article starts. It talks about like, kind of these beliefs and, like, where they came from. And this, like, that there's an article uh, or a uh, uh, book called The Second Sex by, that was published in 1949 that says, the quote from it says, women have always been man's dependent, if not his slave. The two sexes have never shared this world inequality Mm -hmm. and that's kind of been they put that as like that's the idea that men grew up with and then they get they have this because i do confronted with like a very different reality when expectations are the Uh parent of um depression i feel like and sadness because if you expect something to be great or easy or whatever and then it isn't, then you're sad. If you think it's going to be hard or, I don't know, painful, and then it's just yeah. regular, you're super stoked. So yeah. the expectation informs how you feel about it. You know what I mean? And it's so reflected in everything that you see in movies, in like pop culture, in everything that they're consuming. Mm-hmm. You, you feel it reinforces the bad stuff, you mean? Yes. Yeah. It reinforces that belief and that, that way that expectation does not match reality. Yeah. And that's infuriating if it's worse yeah. than you expected. I'll tell you what's and, better than I expected, and that yeah. is ritual vitamins and uh, protein powder. This Listen, stuff. in this future where there are going to be no men and women just run everything, <laughs> we're really going to have to have all of our vitamins. Yeah, let's get this sorted, everybody. Got to get ritual. Peg, I think I told you, is now um, a subscriber to the protein powder. She oh, loves good. it. She has it every morning because she needs more protein for her, whatever her medical stuff is going on. And she says it's super tasty and she mixes it with all this stuff and it's 
It's delish and it can help you form lean muscle and support uh, muscle recovery as well. And well, your heart is a muscle. And so she needs help in that department, but they just taste wonderful. And the vitamins, as you know, are my favorite. I take them every day. I won't go without them. It is almost as if it's a ritual. Get it? Uh, once you try essential protein, you won't want to go a day without it. Lucky for you, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start Ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash brain candy. I didn't so, mean to interrupt you, Sarah. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That's exactly what you're supposed to do when we have important things to discuss like that. They keep our lights on and everything like that. <laughs> um, so there was... Uh, uh, part of the article that offered some solutions or some, uh, yeah. What do you got? Uh, policies, I guess things that need to change. Okay. So there's an author. What the heck is his first name? His last name is Reeves. Uh, Richard V Reeves. He's a British American scholar of inequality and social mobility. And he has some, mm, well, I'll say you tell me what you think. So he says that we, this is his signature idea, that we need to red shirt boys and give them all a default extra year of kindergarten. Mm. Okay. Because they, why? To compensate for the slower rates of adolescent brain development, particularly in the prefrontal cortex, which controls decision making. I mean, it does. You've heard this your whole life that they mature slower, and we talked about mm-hmm. that. I mean, okay, that's a, a fair idea. And he wants to it. He need, he says that he, we need to foster a pro-social mask. We need to foster pro-social masculinity for a post-feminist world. And he encourages more men to become nurses and teachers, and expand paid leave, and then create more vocational high schools. Okay, these are very practical. Um, yeah. ideas. It seems like we also need some maybe emotional. Oh, that's a good point. And you know, you know they mean? didn't really talk about that. Really? That it seemed more like practical things and like the question of why, but there, I don't feel like the article did properly address. I mean, they talked about the mental health concerns with like higher suicide rates and, um, uh, uh, well, they, they, in the article referred to it as turning to drinking and, you know, uh, addiction behaviors like two third, I think it said something like two thirds or maybe it's one third. I'm not sure. Quite sure of the men who are, uh, not working because of a disability are pres- prescribed opioids. Oh my goodness. That it's link could be linked to an opioid. I just the- can't believe this because haven't you ever had the experience where you're in tremendous pain because of some reason and it is impossible to get like even one pill. Sue's this alone is the thing difference between me and men and women. I share that story with you about what happened when <laughs> my ex had surgery and they were like, "Here, are so many pills." Yeah, I was like, "You didn't even do an assessment." Yeah, I couldn't. Bl- I said that to the doctor. I was like. You have no idea what his medical history... Did he yeah. do any assess- assessment for a history of addiction? I couldn't believe it. But then I know stories from women who are like, I can't get anything. For and real. God forbid they're people of color. Yeah. I mean, it's like impossible. I mean, I can't get my ADHD medication right now, so I don't know what's going on. Still? Still, Suze. They will not call me back. They will not return my call. That is unacceptable. I know. You should I'm pretend like exactly you're a dude. You'd be like, hey... I know. Hey. <laughs> my regular voice is probably deep here. enough. I think I need to like not change my regular voice at all. <laughs> I'll just call like this. Hey. Damn. Like, no. Okay. Well, yeah. that is crazy. So, we are failing. Yeah. Our really interesting article. I just keep seeing. <sighs> I, I, do, I do have hope for the future, but it feels like maybe this is because I'm, I'm. I don't know, only seeing things that are like, I only see kids like Lincoln and I only see chill, like children of my friends and people who, you know, 
are teaching the right kind of things. And then I watched doc, the documentary uh, that you you told that this you raised about rules. this place rules. Yeah. And then I watched it again with Eli, and the the and I think about the things that those children are are getting taught and how different that is. And so maybe I don't know, but I do feel like just like the acceptance for boys wearing pink or boys wanting to whatever it is i know you know is is better than it used to be i hope so i don't know if it is i I think there's a real divide there yeah it goes both ways. that's it Mm -hmm. it's like like they're doubling down on one side right and then the other side's almost overcorrecting in certain ways (sighs) but my god the consequences are huge yeah so it's going to be interesting to see what I don't know what this does to higher education. I mean, it's all women in two to one. That's uh, remarkable. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, well, I think we have time for one more uh, amazing story. And this is great because I will share my screen with you so you can see what this is. So first, let me give you a little bit of backstory. Uh, About, I don't know how many years ago ago this was. This was whenever I I won the final with Jordan on Rivals 2. It's probably like 10 years ago or so. Mm -hmm. And... I was on an airplane. We were flying back from Norway and I was sitting next to this guy and I was reading a book on quantum physics and he was like, oh, that's really interesting that you are reading that. And he and I started talking uh, and he was telling me about his job and how he's a futurist and he worked for Volkswagen. And I was so interested in that. I'm like, a futurist, that sounds so awesome. Like, what do you even do? And he said, we... You know, I'm like, I probably said something like, oh, I bet you're inventing the cars of the future. And he looked at me with like the expression equivalent of patting me on the head like, oh, you have no idea. And he's like, well, actually what we're working on are like we're thinking so far beyond what a car could do. And we're thinking of what materials can do. What and he was kind of explaining to me of these concepts of like in the future having materials that can be whatever you want them to be that instead of having one thing that's your car and then another thing that's your i don't know boat you it it converts into it and not like a like a transformer kind of thing but more like the actual material melts down and then physically physically reforms Mm -hmm. to become something else so that was like 10 years ago. And I always think of it as like one of the coolest conversations I've ever had. And I had it in the back of my mind that like in the future, we're going to have these things that do this. Well, there is this researchers at mm, – they're in China and the United States that are working together. And they have now created a liquid metal robot that can mimic shape sh- basically shape-shifting abilities. So they demonstrated the capabilities of this new – material and they transformed it into like a little lego shaped guy and put him on one side of these like metal bars and i'll show you the video of this material breaking down and becoming something else because it's so freaking cool so here we go and if you uh are on patreon you can see this video along with me so here's our little like 
guy, and he's one material, and then they it heats up, and then it just can go right through those bars like this is Terminator, mm-hmm. and then will reform itself outside of the bars and remolds itself into whatever shape you want it to be. And, and this is because right. of the heat is... Um... Heat or the material that it's... it's, it's I think it's a gallium. I want to say that's the name of the metal. And then, I don't know, a bunch of other freaking scientific baddie shit that they do to it that <laughs> can rearrange itself. And then they show how this material can, like, move where you want it to move. It can move through puzzle, like, mazes. It mm. And so they were saying what it could do is it could even little, you know, tiny amounts of it could work as delivery systems for medication in the body and they said it could work if you have, say, even a small object. This is like the start of the idea for these things. If you have an object in the body that's stuck, you can send this material into the body. It will, like, go get it and then pull it out. Like, this Whoa. is just – the fact that this material can, like, remold itself, I feel like this is this is the start of, of exactly what that guy was talking about. Does whenever you read this stuff, is there any part of you that's sort of like, this is so optimistic? Like, I don't even think – our kids are like, I feel like the world is going to end. Not the world, oh. but human life, I should say. The world will be here. Yeah. Because I'm at that point where I'm like, oh, this is all going in the shitter. I mean, I think what will happen is they, oh, this is going to sound super apocalyptic. Yeah, whatever. that's what I'm saying. But I think that there will be a, significantly smaller population that does survive in some way that lives that has to then make use of the like this is we're creating the technology to then be able to, to help have out the that survivors in a way oh, like God. yeah you know and i'm watching this amazing new show i think everybody it agrees with me when i say it's amazing uh the last of us on hbo that's about the fungus and it's so cool because it's based on actual stuff it's kind of like you know how my favorite m night Shyamalan movie is the happening because it's about the plants that like are like fuck this i'm killing all of you and i'm like that could totally happen (laughs) so this is and it could because like the science says so and this is the same kind of thing there is a species of fungus that you the only reason why that fungus that fungi cannot live inside of our body is because it can't live in higher than I think it's a 94 degree temperature and our bodies are like 98.6 or higher. Mm-hmm. So like we're too hot for fungus to grow inside yeah, of we us. Are. But all we need is, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. All we need is, is the fungus to mutate and be able to withstand those amount of te- that, those temperatures. And then all the fucking bets are off. Oh and that's man. So in that move, in that show, uh, you know, there's, of course, the people who have, like, all died out, but there are people who are still living. So I think all this stuff, yeah, do we, are are we probably facing one of these, uh, you know, apocalyptic kind of situations? Yeah, but I do think that there will be some sort of future afterwards. We still need robots. We still need robots. <laughs> and, you know. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because it is the the truth that you know how I always joke that like, wow, I didn't expect the, uh, uh, like, I didn't know I was going to have to work through the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. It's going to be normal and it's going to be slow. Yeah. 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 Gradual. That this is going to be sl- gradual. Like it's like that movie, the that movie contagion, I think where it just shows you like, it's like 10 years that. Right. You know, and then by that time it's like, and look at how fast shit happens. We, even on this podcast, like, when we, I love our show, Things We Got Wrong, because we go back and listen. We did an episode about conspiracies where Susie was like, aliens, yeah, right. And then on our make, or not make, but like on our, our this Things We Got Wrong, she's like, okay, well, so uh, yeah. turns out I was wrong about, you know, aliens. <laughs> That's kind of a big one. Yeah. We, and it's only been even seven in years. just a few years, some things that were kind of far fetched have become just, Everybody accepts as true. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess this is like, good news. Are yeah. we supposed to think this is good news about the shapeshifter? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I think we're, I think it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. We'll just leave it at that. 
Yeah. And I think when you combine a whole bunch of different... Oh, oh, well, one of the cool things about how they even discovered this to begin with, what inspired this, is the sea cucumber. <laughs> the sea cucumber's ability to, like, mold its body and create, like, yeah. into different forms. Those so, cukes are weird. Totally weird. So I think... This is kind of what we do is we we are looking in nature for these answers and the the biologists and the nature people are connecting like they're inspiring the like robot people and <laughs> the robot people. Yeah, it yeah, right. makes for a really cool future yeah. with a lot of possibilities and I'm like fucking into it. I love how you remain optimistic after all this time. Totally. That's I mean, great. It, it's a good coping <sighs> strategy. It is. And, you know, you just got to look for the little things. You got to, like, get excited about the little stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I also think it kind of connects to what you were saying about expectations Mm -hmm. and how if you can kind of – it's the unimaginable or the imaginable. I always get it wrong, which Mm -hmm. is it? Well, her book is called Imaginable. Okay, Imaginable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, like, created – it's, like – saying that there's a whole bunch of stuff that yeah stop limiting yes yeah the parameters of what is possible yeah yeah all right Um, i like the the optimism good work sarah yeah and I didn't mention Eli one time in that whole segment. I'm so, so proud of you. Wow. I never know what's going to sort of burrow into your brain. Why do <laughs> well, you think that that affects you? that I don't realize that I'm doing that pe- because they're yeah, I so... Can see that. Uh, I don't notice. Like when people... Remember when everybody... Not everybody. It was probably like a person who told me that I say, uh, uh, uh. And then I couldn't get that out of my head for like three weeks. Yeah, because we pride ourselves on being self-aware. So then if someone draws something to your attention that you didn't notice, then it kind of freaks you out. And then I don't, and because other people tell me that I never talk, I I just don't talk about my relationship in the same way. And, you know, my friend Jesse was like, how's Eli? And I'm like, him is fine. What? Well, yeah, it's not as if you're saying like, I need to talk to you about Eli or something. Got it. It's just always like, it's just a part of the context of every story because you guys are together all the time. I know. And you better get out here fast so I can get some new (laughs) friends to hang again. I'm sure he would say that you bring me up all the time or something. Like he might have the reverse where it's like, Susie, 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 shut up about Susie. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Because we're who you talk to the most or something. Yes. Well, Susie says (laughs) it goes a little bit something like that. Yeah, but I just think it's so funny because most stuff I say to you, I don't think really has no. that kind of effect. But like, I can see it immediately, like washes over your face, and I'm like, oh no, she, I'm not being critical. <laughs> it's cute. It's nice. No, it's the awareness. It's the awareness. All right, let's wind yeah. it down. Um, yeah. We'll work on our one hit wonder, you guys or yes. you, you people. Oh, yep. If you have any like themes you'd like us to do you know that call me maybe song did really well or no what was that friday friday oh my god <laughs> let's hope it? it's better than that that was both of them tragic they had huge huge careers um and then marie kondo yeah is interesting and we'll see Tell what happens with her keep it messy yeah yeah. And we'll see if my prediction is right that like her next, whatever is the next thing coming out, will be about something about moderation or balance or something. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think you're so smart with that. That's definitely what it is. We'll see. Everybody's, yeah. There, it was too, it was, it was either in every news source because it's so different than what you expect from her or yeah. it's in every news source because this is part of a strategic launch of some other book or something like that. Because so the people that I saw sharing it were like moms who appreciated then having permission to not be perfect. Okay. You know, to have right. things out of place sometimes because the priority ought to be time with your kids and being present with them. It's going to, yeah, it, it's good. It, knowing what to tidy up and what to let go. Yes. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's genius. The magic art of balance. Yep. 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 yep, yep. What the, uh, is the matter with men? We do not know. We don't know. Nobody so knows. Things. The article itself doesn't even know, but read it. It's a good one. 
Yeah, and I'm going to read it's that. It's not beyond a paywall, I think. I don't think it is, if you uh, are interested. And, um, and Sarah met a friend from the future who yeah, was and right about... robots are going to be taking things out of our bodies. But don't worry, it's okay. It's good news, according to Sarah. Yeah, totally good news. (laughs) This is the future, guys. Trust me. Check out that video. Yeah, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a five star review. We might read it on the show. And check out our merch. We do that. Maybe you could have this mug as well. Or this mug. Brain Candy Podcast. Hello. Not this actual mug. I need it. No, yeah, I'm not going to sit. Mine has lipstick on it. You wouldn't want it. You don't want that one. You want your own. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye.